This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. I'm Vyoka Zimatu, your host for the brand new program, Show Me. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m., we will share on the word, focus on building oneness in our nation. Join me every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. Umdu, gumdu, kamandu. Isn't it just a privilege to be back on the program today? It is a pleasure to be back and it's just so good to be with you this midday, uh, this 4th of May 2021, in this time really of a resurrection. As we have come from this Resurrection Monday, we recognize that the spirit of resurrection is evident in our midst and we are present today to just profess just to that because Jesus Christ of Nazareth was a man, according to Acts 2 verse 22, was a man whose divine authority was clearly proven by the miracles that people began to witness among them in the name of Jesus. So we are are, um, ready to declare the word of God over your life as you are listening to the program over our nation over south africa over our continent over the nations of the world we release the word of the lord the word that is life the bible says the the the, the, the word is a lamp for our feet and a light for our path it clears the way it shows the way it lights the way even when things seem to be dark among us but the word of the lord when it is received and established it is able to bring life for according to john 10 10 the bible says the thief does not come except to steal to kill and to destroy but jesus has come that we may have life and have it in abundance and that is just what we are going to witness in our nation as we witness the power of god overcoming the forces of darkness Today on the program, we are looking, talking to Prophet Loretta McCarthy, all the way from East London, who has been in this mission of opening up the word of God on matters, especially of ancestral worship that seem to divide the body of Christ. As we know, as a nation, we are a people that um, have a history of even though the word of God has come and, and, and touched the hearts of people, Uh, somehow people have struggled to let go of worshipping the dead, worshipping the ancestors. I'm sure you have come across the information that the 8th of May 2021 is a day that Contralesa is dedicating to the ancestors, calling everyone to uh, observe this day. But as the people of God who have seen the light, who understand and see the, that the principalities, the powers that are invoked through the worshipping, uh, we are standing today at the gates of our nation. And today we talk to Prophet Lorette, who is going to minister to us about 
this issue and if you are at home and you're genuinely as you know in the program we don't come with the spirit of judgment we come with the spirit of truth the spirit of liberation and of freedom that comes with the word of christ so if you are at home and you come from because uh, i've been around many people who have come from this background because it's something culturally that has been integrated into the ways of doing things where people even when they have seen the light have chosen to follow christ but still have struggled to let go of ancestral worship as a result we work with the mix we work with contamination we work with double-mindedness and we pray to both praying to ancestors and praying to jesus on the other hand so that's exactly what we want to uh, face uh, today as we allow prophet Lorette, uh, yeah just to to minister to us this is a matter of union this is a matter of unity it's a matter of clarity and it's a matter that is needed uh, to be uh, ministered into so as we open the word of god uh, just before we do that uh, go to her we're going to read and release over south africa the word of the lord according to isaiah 62 the bible says gives an assurance of zion's salvation and the word of the lord says for zion's sake i will not hold my peace and for jerusalem's sake i will not rest until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a lamp that burns. The Gentiles shall see your righteousness and all kings your glory. South Africa, you shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will name. You shall also be a crown of glory in, your, in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no longer be tempted, forsaken, nor shall your land any more be tempted, desolate, but you shall be called Hevzibah and your land Beulah. For the Lord delights in you, South Africa. The Lord delights in you, Africa, and your land shall be married. If the young man marries a virgin, so shall the sons of God marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you South Africa and to for the sake of time I'll go down to verse 8 which says the Lord has sworn by his right hand and by his arm of his strength surely I will no longer give your grain South Africa as food for your enemies but those who have gathered it shall eat it and praise the Lord indeed the Lord has proclaimed to the end of the world, say to the daughter of Zion, surely your salvation is coming. Behold, his reward is with the Lord and his work is before him. South Africa, you shall be called a holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. You shall be called the one who is soft sought after, a city no longer forsaken. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for this word. We receive it and we establish it in the deepest part of our nation. We establish the word of God as we permeate, as we permeate this voice of the Lord of our nation, according to Psalm 29. What a beauty it is to 
be in the airwaves. That's why we are just so grateful to all our listeners, as we say here on Radio Cape Pulpit, your daily companion. We appreciate you. We thank you for your support that we can be here to be able to continue to broadcast and to send the word of God out, especially through the airwaves. There is power in the airwaves in the name of Jesus, as we have seen. So we truly, truly appreciate you standing with us. So let's go to Churchill Selatole with this beautiful song. I love it. This is my season. Hallelujah. What do you say? This is my season. Voyokazi Matu on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Yeah, but yeah, but yes, we are back. We are back. And uh, what a beautiful song there. This is your season. This is your season, South Africa. Ancestral worship or no ancestral worship, this is your season. The kingdom of God has come and it is uh, recognizable. When you see the enemy raises up his head the way that he has done at this time. As promised earlier, we promised that we will be talking to Prophet Lorette from all the way from East London. Greetings. Hello. Hi. Hi, Prophet Lorette. Greetings, Rikas and listeners, all the way from the city of East London, Emont. <laughs> Emont. <laughs> Beautiful. Wow. It's so refreshing. That's just to hear from that side of town. Yes. Thank yeah. you so much for your time this morning. You're more than welcome. Thank you. Plofred uh, Lorette, we um, have seen the date being advertised, the 8th of May, as the day of ancestorship. What was your response to this? I think my first response was, you know, no, this is the enemy. But, you know, because I think I have changed my mind, mm. especially as I was coming on here. God mm. is giving us an opportunity, a peasant. Hallelujah. You know, he said to the nation of Israel, I set before you life and death. And then God says, choose life. He actually right. says, I call the heaven and earth as witnesses. There's a lot of misunderstanding, a lot of what mm. we would call syncretism. Mm. So to me, God is now saying, South Africa, who is your God? Right. And to the people of South Africa, no one can serve mm. two masters. And so God is now giving us an opportunity to choose. And I think for anybody who is going to take this ancestors' day as a day of excitement, first of all, let me say it is not a cultural issue. And I think both the speakers on ENCA and SABC have made it very clear this is spirituality. And there's a big difference between spirituality and culture. Spirituality has to do with the God you choose to serve, the spirit that you want to control your life, your family, the spirits that you want to invite into your life, into your territory. Whereas culture is that heritage that we all have. Um, whether we are Corsa, Zulu, or Stutu, or Scottish like myself, or Indian, there's things to do with culture that are not spiritual. They are to do with our cultural um, issues of what we eat, what we drink, the songs we love, the music that that Ooh, moves us, these that's things. The Spirituality right is there. different. That's the core of the issue. Mm. We make it one. 
Yes, and it's not one. Because culture is different to every tribe, every people, every language, every nation. But spirituality, there is one God who created all of us. I love that book. Um, you know, in, in the book of Acts, where Paul was speaking to the, the Greeks, and they were worshipping many gods. Mm. And he went on and he said to them, you know, you, you, don't, you worship what you don't even know. And then he says in Acts chapter seventeen twenty six. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth. And then he goes on at the end of that exhortation, he said, Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, that was when we worshipped things or people in all the nations of the earth that he had made. He said, Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Mm. And that, of course, is Jesus Christ, who came into the world to every nation, to save every nation, every tribe, every language group, so that we can be reconnected to our Creator, not to our ancestors, but to our Creator. Wow. Powerful. Thank you so much for that clarity. That is just mm. the core, the core of the issue. What would you advise and what would you say? Um, I've been coming across a lot of people who have seen the Lord, are going to church, uh, are, are following the word of God halfway. <laughs> because they still find themselves unable to completely let go of ancestral worship because of uh, pressure from family, the fear of rejection. What would you say to someone who's listening now and who's walking both these roads? Well, Jesus said, you cannot serve two masters. And when God spoke in the beginning, he said, choose life or death. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. He then made a covenant with his own blood, taking death, which was the wages of our sin, on himself so that we could enter into life, fullness of life on the earth, and eternal life after death. On the other hand, we have, even in the, the book of Isaiah 28, God was speaking to the leaders of Israel, who by this time were mixing Mm. belief in him, the true and living God. And he said, you leaders in Jerusalem, you have made a covenant with death and come into agreement with the grace and covered yourself with a refuge of lies and brought yourself under deception. And then he says, but I, God, I lay in Zion a cornerstone. And then he says he's going to judge with righteousness and justice. And they said, I'm going to sweep away that refuge of lies. I believe because now is the time for the refuge of lies to be swept away. You can't covenant with death and covenant with life. Let me just read this scripture briefly because it yes, can help please. those who are really yes, struggling. Mm. In First Corinthians chapter 10, now some people are saying, you're telling me my ancestors are demons. No, our ancestors are not demons. Our ancestors are our fathers, our mothers who lived, who had their life on earth, and who have now gone back to the Creator, who will righteously judge them according to His standards. 
But it says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. Now, mm. Paul again was going to a, a pagan city, because remember, the gospel went out from Jerusalem yes. to all the nations of the world. He came out from there, and so he was now in Corinth, one of the cities in Europe. And he was saying, therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I'm going to skip down to verse 18. And he says, observe Israel after the flesh. Are not those who eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar? Mm. Now, every um, god has an altar you go to to sacrifice. You sacrifice um, your life for us as Christians but we have a sacrifice that's on our altar, who is Jesus Christ. But if it's the ancestors, we sacrifice cows, goats, bulls, whatever the ancestors require, and all the other gods likewise. So he was saying, observe Mm. Israel after the flesh. Are not those who eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar? Mm. And on that altar, there's covenants. Remember, if if your altar is to the dead, your covenant is with death. He goes on to say, what am I saying then, that an idol is anything, or what is offered to idols is anything? Rather, that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, that's the nations who didn't know God, sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. And I do not want you to have fellowship with demons. This is critical for believers. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and of the table of demons. Or do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? You see, Satan knows the word of God better than many Christians. Mm. Satan knows Mm. that we were forbidden to worship anything, to bow down to any other God. We were supposed to not worship the created, but the creator. So for many years until Jesus Christ came, he had deceived the nations. But then Jesus came to bring all the nations back to God because he's a jealous God. He's jealous over us. He's jealous over the Corsas, the Zulus, the Sikhs, mm. the Vendors, the, the Chinese, the Indian. The, he's, he's jealous mm. over us. So he made that sacrifice to bring us all back to him. But we cannot continue to eat at those other altars mm. if we do will cause God to be jealous. So he said, you can't eat of that sacrifice. And then, again, we take communion. You can't eat the body and the blood of Jesus and then go and eat the inyama and you can't do that because now you've got two altars. And I think there's many people who are actually very strong in ancestral worship who will tell you, there's one in the Eastern Cape called Nokulindende. She will say, Please, do not mix the two. They do not mix. So why we as Christians think we can mix the two? I think maybe one other thing, as I can say, Jesus must have foresaw, foreseen this. Because mm. he doesn't mention ancestors, but he said, if you love your father and your mother more than me, you cannot be my disciple. Yeah. So out of... Um, wanting to please our parents or wanting, you know, to please our families, we break the command of God. And Jesus again said, he said, you break um, the commands of God in order to keep your traditions. We've all got traditions before we come to Christ. 
Yes, yes. But once we come to Christ, we are a new creation. The old must go so that the new must come. So my exhortation is to anybody who is double-minded, you have to make up your mind. You can't go on the narrow road and the broad road at the same time. Jesus said the narrow road, only few will find it, and it leads to life. But the broad road leads to destruction, and many will go on it. Let us not try to straddle the two roads. We can't have a foot on the narrow road and a foot on the broad road. God is calling us now at this time we can, as South Africans, from every tribe and every nation and every language, who is the God you serve? And this might be Ancestors Day uh, that we're looking at and the worship of ancestors, but there's also the issue of the God of Mammon, which addresses every nation also. Um, Mammon is the one God that Jesus spoke about because he knew that money, wealth, would be something that would capture the heart. Mm. of all people. So whether we, you know, I I want to encourage, you know, any white people who are looking down on African people on this issue, I want to challenge you and say, are you serving the God of mammon? Have you dealt with your own idolatry of mammon, the love of money, Mm. or even your own idolatrous foundations of Freemasonry that is in most white people in South Africa in our own um, background? So this is, this is we're facing now the issue of Ancestors Day. But to me, God is saying, choose your God. Yeah. Who will you serve? Yeah. Will you choose life or death? And God is saying, choose life. And to choose life, we choose Jesus Christ. Sure. Uh, it's, it's crunch time now, uh, 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 Prophet Lorette. And you recognize exactly when you say this is a moment of opportunity. Um, that one will be able to choose sides. For far too long, uh, we have walked both roads, one leg on the broad road and one leg on the narrow road. This is beautiful. When the enemy comes like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord raises up a standard against him. What are some of the consequences, can you say, you have observed uh, and bondages in your environment, uh, what you have observed as consequence of ancestral worship? You know, I I look at the Eastern Cape where where I'm staying because I've got a burden for the Eastern Cape. And I see how over the last years since we had the African Renaissance and people were encouraged to go back to their roots. How I wish they had gone back to our roots in the God who created us and not our idolatrous roots. There's been an increase in ancestral worship, an increase in witchcraft to the degree that children going to school now are initiated as Sangomas. Um, wow. And it's, if, you look, it's like a profession. if you look at the Eastern Cape, we have gone down, 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 mm. down. Our land that has got such an, we were mostly a rural province. We should have so much from our rural, uh, our rural areas. But because most of the altars of ancestral worship, they're in those rural areas and they are being serviced every week, sacrifices every week, sacrifice after sacrifice. And that dedicating the land to the spirit of death. Now we have seen The land has become full of thistles and thorns, and that's exactly what God said. 
And he also said that, you know, when we, when we worship the dead, obviously if you covenant with death, you're inviting death. Death mm. to destiny, mm. death to prosperity, death to families. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like that. I think there's one thing, though, we also must know, that this spirit was very clearly invited back to rule the nation from the time when we had our um, last election in the ruling party. And the first thing that new executive did was go to graves around the nation mm. and call upon the spirits of the dead to give wisdom to rule the nation. When we are seeing the state of South Africa today, we are seeing the result of the wisdom that comes from the demonic side instead of the godly side. Because those men of God who were the, uh, you know, the, the starters of the ruler, the founders of the ruling party, most of them were men of God. Yes. And they will, not, they will not be called upon from the grave. They will not respond when you go to a grave. What will respond is Satan has given has been given opportunity to release demonic wisdom, and so we have seen the the way our nation has gone, the way it has deteriorated. Mm. Seriously, but still, we cousin, you know this very well. There are promises God has made, and I think God wants to fast track this repentance and this revival that's called for South Africa. And the challenge is direct. Now, we've never been directly challenged like this as believers in Jesus Christ. This is a very clear challenge, but we must not take it as a personal issue. We must understand it's a spiritual matter. Who will rule South Africa? Will God, the living God, will take Opilayo? Will Or will Abantu the spirit of death? Will it rule South Africa? God is saying, choose. Choose. Hallelujah. Yo, on that note, Prophet Lorette, let's just go to a time of prayer uh, as you are led by the Spirit of God. Unless there's something else, anything else that you wanted to say to communicate before you pray in closing? Maybe just I'll read the scripture and then pray. It says, when you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices witchcraft, or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. That is Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 9 to 14. Father, we want to come before you this morning. We want to come before you with a heavy heart mm. because we see, Lord God, how far we have wandered from the truth. Mm. The truth that you sent into South Africa Father, our nation is covered with Bibles. Mm. The song was written. And Father, today we are being challenged to reject the Word of God and go back to the history before the Gospel came, before light came into the darkness. Father, we ask you to forgive us. 
But we want to ask you in this time that you would pour out your spirit on every one of the nine provinces of South Africa, from Limpopo and Pumalanga, Northwest, Gauteng, KZN, Free State, Eastern Cape, Western Cape, Northern Cape, that Lord God, you pour out your spirit on every tribe and every language and every people group and every clan. Even as you said, you would pour out your spirit, your spirit on all flesh. And because your spirit is the spirit of truth, I ask you, Father, it will be a flood of truth to wash away the refuge of lies, mm. the refuge mm. of deception, mm. the veil of deception that has come from the worshipping of the dead, from covenanting with the dead in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And you said that the Holy Spirit, when he comes, would convict of sin. Sin because we do not believe in Jesus mm. Christ. Righteousness mm. because yeah. the only righteousness we yes, can have Lord. is through Jesus Christ. And of judgment because the devil, the deceiver, the liar has been judged. And so, Father, we welcome the Spirit of God in our land. Lord, open the eyes of the men, the women, the Mm. young people of South Africa and let them see their Redeemer lift. That Jesus Christ is the Savior of their lives, their families, and of our nation, of their tribe, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you for giving us this opportunity to choose yet again whom we will serve. Release grace. Release grace to make the choice for life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. What a what a blessed time. Lastly, just before you go, what would you advise uh, the people of God should do in response to this for this for Saturday? We should fast and we should pray and we should humble ourselves before God. Amen. You know, God said, especially if we're women, God said when Israel was in idolatry, women were one of the key instigators in it, by the way, making the cakes to the Queen of Heaven. But God said, call for the wailing women. Call for them to weep before the Lord. So I believe that there's a call for us who believe in Christ to pray. And be careful that you are not judgmental in your prayer. That you are not critical. Because when we pray from the wrong spirit, even those prayers will not be heard. We are not the judges. We are not the critics. We are the intercessors who feel God's pain. God's pain that people made in his image have been deceived and lied to by Satan, who deceived Eve in the beginning and Adam in the beginning and took us all into this mess called sin. So from a pure heart, pray, call out to God, ask him for mercy, ask him for grace, and ask him for revival. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you, Prophet Lorette. We'll chat to you. Thank you very much. Another time. And God bless you. Yeah, and all the listeners, God bless you. Thank you, Thank you so very much. Thank you so much. God bless you. There is no other way than to go in the strength of the Lord. That is a song there by Linda Randall. There is no way <laughs> than to go in the strength of the Lord. 
I'm just led to release the voice of the Lord over the nation according to Psalm 29 at this time. We trust that you were blessed and that um, as, uh, Prophet Lorette from East London was able to unpack and that you were able to receive the direction and the leading of the Holy Spirit at this time. For there's something about mention of ancestral worship. It makes the spirits of judgment want to rise and the Lord is cautioning us up about that as his people so that he may be able to take his position as God. So I'm going to um, then release the voice of the Lord, not the voice of ancestors over our nation. The voice of the Lord, according to Psalm 29, says, The voice of the Lord is over many waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes the mountains of Lebanon jump like cows and makes Mount Hermon leap like a young bull. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. It shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give breath and strips the leaves from the trees, while everyone in his temple shouts glory to God. The Lord sits enthroned at the flood. The Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Praise the Lord. The Lord will give strength to his people and the Lord will bless his people with peace. Praise the Lord. Let us receive peace as we are led by the Holy Spirit, as we continue to stand up for our nation as a people. For the Lord is stirring us at this time to arise. And as Prophet Lord shared, we have never been confronted in this way and our response is to intercede to pray to trust god to repent for our part and our position and to release the spirit of god over our nation through his word prayer and intercession wow we are looking forward to see what god will do uh, because we can see that um he is in action as we work towards building our nation with the voice of the Lord, as we bring his people under the banner of the leadership of the Holy Spirit. The government of God is the government of the Holy Spirit. It is the leadership of the Holy Spirit. So it is our heart and our prayer that our nation will bow only to one God, that our nation will choose life and not death that our, our nation will choose light and not darkness. And so as we come to this place, I'd like to just pray. Father, we thank you for what you have done today. We thank you for your presence, your care, Holy Spirit, your arrival in our nation, your move, and all that you are doing in our midst. In the midst of everything, Lord, your word remains true. It is unchanging. It is unstoppable. We recognize the river of healing that is flowing. Healing and restoration, stability, divine order, 
We thank you for this time of your divine interruption in our nation where you are doing a move that we should as your people stand on a mountain and be able to recognize what you are doing, Lord. That we be a people that do not respond according to the way the world respond. That, Father, we will respond with the way that you do. For your heart bleeds for the, your people when they are lost. And so, Father, we connect with what we are doing. We thank you for compassion, for understanding, for warring, being able to wear the mantle of the lamb and the lion at the same time, doing what we have called us to do. For the Lord, the, the word is a lamp for our feet and a light for our path in South Africa. We declare this. We declare decree, proclaim, and legislate that the word of God is law over South Africa, that the voice of the word of God is the voice that has the last voice over our nation. Jesus Christ is the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, the bright morning star, the word of God, which is not changing and true. In Jesus' name. So we thank you for what you are doing. Amen. We shall see you again next week. Same time, same place at 12 o'clock on Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always such a joy and a pleasure to be able to share and to grow together in the ways of the Lord, the highway to holiness and the narrow road. Have a very blessed time and stand strong in faith for the Bible says they just shall live by faith. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.